Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our pod. Hope you're all doing well. I know it has been some time, but you know what? We are here, and we are ready to discuss. How are you, Sam? I'm doing very well. Um, You know, we've been busy living life. Booked and busy. Um, Yeah, yeah. how are you doing? I'm, I'm... on that same page as you just been, um, you know, busy doing stuff, trying to live my life before it gets really cold here. Yeah. Um, speaking of cold, uh, the opposite of the cold, uh, is the South. And I kind of wanted to, before we get into our episode and talking about everything, uh-huh. I have been watching a lot of Southern charm and I know you have oh, dabbled a little bit into it. So, to give everyone some context, um, Samantha and I have been watching some, you know, other Bravo TV shows on the side, which we're not going to fully get into. We both finished Married to Medicine recently, um, and I became obsessed with Southern Charm, and I feel like that kind of rubbed off on you. <laughs> I don't think it did rub off on me because I'm still on season two, episode one. Oh my god! I'm on season. I haven't six. been watching. Uh, do you like it? Like, how do you feel about the show? Hard to say because I only watched season one and it's like season one of a show is just never that good, especially when it's a Bravo show. It's kind of janky. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what? I will watch season two and get back to you. Perfect. Um, I cannot wait to hear more about your opinions on the show. Okay. Um, Okay. I guess we'll just move right along into our current roster of TV shows. Uh (laughs) Um, So let's talk about Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. It premiered. Yeah. So it came on. I guess we haven't talked about this season at all. Have we? Mm. I don't know. I'm having amnesia. Um, Okay. So what do you think about the season so far? Hmm. I mean, I like it because I like all of the women and the characters on it. But I don't necessarily think it's like drama, drama, drama that type of like watching you know it's kind of like you watch it because you actually like the people whereas say like a beverly hills you want there to be drama because you really can't watch three um unveil wedding dresses yeah yeah i feel like this season so far it's kind of like they're only addressing drama that's been in the past um there's not like any like new crazy things that have happened besides just everyone discussing you know vagina gate um (laughs) and all that kind of stuff where do you stand on that whole fight of uh jen versus uh brooks marks i i truly don't know because on the one hand brooks is really annoying just like his attitude when he did see like her vagina apparently i still don't believe that he saw it yeah first and foremost yeah i feel like he was just being a bit dramatic but then like jen doing all the stuff where it's like she's liking and retweeting and essentially co-signing like i don't know can you really call them derogatory like is calling somebody white privilege derogatory is is twink a derogatory word maybe yes i don't know um i don't think it's like completely right and it's like girl figure it out stop fighting with like a 21 year old yeah i agree with you it's like it's not like she's saying like it's not like she's liking any tweets that are terrible terrible like to the extent that they've shown us like the screenshots on the show but at the same time you probably shouldn't be engaging in any sort of dialogue that has to do with your castmate's child exactly it's like (laughs) yeah yeah i mean jen should be the bigger person and should just like stop doing it i do think that I don't know. On one hand, I feel like obviously like Meredith is a mother and she's allowed to be mad. But then on the other hand, I'm also kind of just like, I feel like she's kind of blowing this out of proportion. Yeah, she kind of is. That's what I thought when she was like, Jen's liking all these horrible comments and like they put up the comments on screen and it's literally the old stuff from the past season. And it's just calling him like white privilege or a twink. Mm -hmm. That's literally the only two comments that they keep pulling up screenshots of and i'm like i thought there was something else that was like truly homophobic um that she liked during the break and that's why meredith was so mad and i was just like ooh, but then it was just the same stuff so i was kind of confused you know yeah. why Meredith was mad 
now like because this happened during the reunion too like it was already there exactly so fair points fair points um okay so i guess speaking of jen let's kind of talk about this uh sit down she has with heather like what that was the craziest thing i've ever seen somebody do and bless miss heather gay like oh my god she is she's so naive she's so sweet because she really let jen turn it around on her when she had proof evidence cold hard facts and she just let jen bulldoze the conversation put it back all on her and be like okay well let's be uh let's agree to disagree and i was like heather no don't don't let her do that i know it was like and like heather showed her screenshots or not even screenshots like directly on her phone was just like these are the crazy terrible messages that you did to me and jen just kept denying it and it's just like what like you can't like deny sending a message and if someone sent a message on your behalf you still have to take responsibility for it because it's from your account yeah and it's like really mean messages like calling her a manatee seriously (laughs) oh my god terrible but yeah jen really knew how to manipulate that situation because she did like she literally like she literally played the race card this is the only time that somebody has played the race card and has actually been wrong yep i was like are you is she seriously doing this right now because it is just so my problem with it is because she's doing exactly what white people say that people of color are doing when they bring up race yeah you know acting as if it doesn't actually correlate to the problem when in fact it does but in jen's case truly had nothing to do with it and so i'm just like jen why why yeah she like knew exactly what to do and cry and scream again and just like Uh, i felt like she was again like being aggressive in this conversation to the point where like heather like heather was kind of like put into a corner because if heather were to say anything back in the situation then it would be like oh she's attacking my race again you know yeah and just jen I don't know, like just her manip- her manipulation is astounding to watch on TV. I'm just like, so this is how she scammed all those seniors. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm very much like Team Whitney on this, how Whitney was just like, you're going to go and talk to her and I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Who knew that Whitney would be the insightful, smart person in this situation? Ooh. I know, Whitney. Speaking of Whitney... I love her. She's so funny. She is, but she's annoying. I, I think know. she's I funny. Like I think she's I think she's cute. She's funny and stuff. But I did think that up like she was a little cringe this episode when it came to like the <laughs> when it came to the scene with her husband. I was just like, you could tell that he was visibly uncomfortable about like talking about like, you know, their sex um, you know situation and all the kind of stuff and then uh-huh. when she had to do that whole tutorial in her confessional i was like oh girl God, did we need to this. see this we didn't need to see everything like you didn't need to do a whole demonstration i know and sometimes i forget that whitney and her husband actually have like a really large age gap because in the first episode when um her stepsons came i yeah. was like oh she's only like five years older than like the old yeah one. <laughs> yeah no i i always like know i always remember that there's an age gap but i feel like you know nowadays like 20 30 years is like nothing you know it's it's I, just I, like a regular especially in these tv yeah. shows but when you see st- see like the step children relationship and the ages and stuff that's when it like hits you you're just like oh damn this is kind of strange yeah and i mean i guess props to her husband for not looking as old as he does or as old as he is <laughs> I mean, he looks old, but, like, he doesn't look, like, terribly old. Well, like, how old is he, technically? Like, I don't know. He looks like he's probably in his 50s. Yeah, okay. It's not too bad compared to, you know, um, Tom Girardi's situation. Ooh, that's rough. Um, Okay, so what do you think of this new housewife this season? Um, I like her. 
I thought she was funny. Um, her kids, that little girl. <laughs> I love oh her my daughter. God. She's so good. Like she she kind of reminds me of Alora. Yes. From Married to Medicine. Yeah, definitely. Just, you know that her mom raised her and this is the product. And she's just like her mom, which I think is hilarious. I'm happy we finally got like a vibrant child on this TV show because I feel like most of the children of these ladies are all like either they're not on television as much as, you know, other kids are on other shows Uh or they're just like pretty boring when they are. Um, So it's nice to have like a vibrant character. (laughs) Literally like Mary's son, just like, what do you want? And like um, Lisa's kids, like, oh my God, are you doing your hair? And he's just like, with gel and he has a fucking buzz. I was I was literally gonna be like he what hair? I know. I was like <laughs> Mama, your son is Caillou. Like he don't have no hair. <laughs> oh my god, I was yes, he is like Caillou. Um but one thing I do want to say is so funny about these housewives, like they'll say like their husband is a doctor, but he's a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very bad and then he's just like lisa's son when he was like oh yeah i'm feeling like uncomfortable or like something's wrong here and he's just like oh that's because of this this you just need an adjustment it's like no please go to the er dead i don't know um speaking of the husband i was like so like offended for the husband when uh, she was just like oh yeah everything's good uh neck down but neck up no and i was like he is actually pretty good looking in my opinion i know i didn't see anything wrong with his face like he wasn't ugly he was a normal looking man honest to god like yeah (laughs) girl i don't know very that very that um Okay, can we talk about Mary and her home? I Okay, first of all, I want to say that I feel like this season, again, it kind of feels like she wasn't meant to be on this show, but they filmed her because, like, she's been having a lot of scenes, like, without the ladies and just, like, doing her own thing. Um, But I loved to see her home because it was so, like, like, weird. And then her cousin was so funny. Like... Oh, oh my God. Great I honestly watching that scene, I was like confused. I felt like I was in the twilight zone because that one scene with talking about the fireplace and those like marble samples oh and Mary not understanding that those were samples and the uncle or was it the uncle? Yeah. Her cousin, um, uncle. Her cousin being like confused by mary being confused like you don't know what a sample is like this is what i what (laughs) i was like what am i watching that was so funny oh my god and oh my we sorry we need to skip forward and we need to talk back about the um mary's podcast oh my god yes her podcast her preaching and just cutting off the other guy iconic i can't it was very iconic and then for like how he started like the prayer or something and she was just like no right that was amazing yeah and then like the i guess the way that they're so like um i guess religious and intense when she was just like i forgot what she said but she was just like praise the lord and he was just like "Mm -hmm, yes like she said (laughs) one thing and he was just like yes yes (laughs) It's like, guys, like. <laughs> it's it more. kind of like it's just like married to medicine. It's very like they're so like religious that like if anyone makes like a mention of God, they're just like yes, yes, praise and the Lord. I can't. I love it though. I love the enthusiasm and the commitment. Right? It's commendable. Oh my God, so good! I could not stop laughing throughout that whole thing because Mary was just. I feel like she was just, like, saying bits and pieces of, like, prayers or whatever. And, like, their reactions were just so over the top for every single thing she said. I was like, like, isn't this normal stuff? She's not saying anything new, per se. I know. (laughs) 
And you know what else is over the top? Her fucking furniture. Okay, we need to fucking talk about those dining table chairs. We need to talk oh God, about her literally. son's room and how there's a random smeg fridge in the middle of his room. <laughs> literally, when you said furniture, I was thinking of those dining room chairs. Like, one of them's just white, and then the other one's, like, rainbow. And then she one of them black. matching furniture. Yeah. <laughs> and then she also had, like, was it her that had, like, a bunch of, like, candy jars? I think so, probably. She also had a bunch of candy jars all over the place. I was like, where am I? I want to go It there. was wild. But, like, even just, like, the son's room, like, it was just, like, oh, what is happening here? What was that bedspread? Did he have, like, Gucci bedspread or something? It had to be either, like, fake Gucci or Versace or something. It, something it has like to that. be one of those. Yeah, and then the snug fridge. I was like, just in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah, it's like they like, okay, it was a Gucci sheet. I see it now. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was just like, let's buy all like the currently like well-known, popular, high-end things. And let's just put it into his room. Right? Oh, my God. It, the TV, like, like the, what's it called? His room and, like, the furniture just reminds me of, like, a crazy, like, person on, like, a Disney Channel TV show. Like, you know, like, oh it just God, I know what you Disney. mean. It's I know just, what you like, mean. what is happening here? Definitely. It's very that. Very that. Um, do you have any other thoughts on this current season so far? Um... I am surprised that Jen and Lisa have become mm -hmm. like BFFs and like mm -hmm. Meredith and Lisa have kind of like drifted apart. And it's something like I've noticed so much in Bravo shows. And I don't know if it's just like production that has been whispering in each of the ladies ears, So that drives a bigger wedge. But a lot of these people that come on as friends of like 20 years, 15 years, literally the first season they have like problems and like they're not mm -hmm. friends anymore by the yep. second season. And I'm like, guys, did you literally let a TV show break your friendship of 20 years? That's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it's definitely sad. And I, yeah, that's actually a good observation. I don't know how that like works out. It could be that, you know, they're just like, there's just so much history there. Or maybe their relationship in the past has been volatile. Or maybe it's just not even been like a big friendship. It's just been like, they've been acquaintances, but they make it out to be like, they've been friends for years. But I am also surprised about this Lisa and um, Jen situation. And it, the funny thing is like, like Lisa's gonna get fucked over. Like we just know what's happening because like, you know, once the charges come out, she's gonna be like, wait a minute, what? Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's kind of sad, but it's also kind of funny to like watch it because it's like, we know what's going to happen and it's just the calm before the storm. So it's kind of like Lisa, like you're aligning yourself with the wrong person for so many different reasons. I know. And it's hard to watch, honestly, like just her and Jen, it seems like a business relationship. And I feel like a lot of Lisa's friendships are like business I mean, that being said, Lisa, if you're listening, we would love to be sponsored by Vita Tequila. <laughs> Not asking for a sponsorship. Hey, hey, I've I have actually been in talks with Vita Tequila, and so listeners, something's gonna come soon. <laughs> I hate us. I hate you. <laughs> Um, alrighty, shall we transition to a different TV show? Yes. Alrighty, let's do it. Let's, uh, let's talk about Beverly Hills. Okay, yeah. Mama, this season has been a roller coaster. Just when you think Truly that everything happy. is like, we found out some crazy news about Tom Girardi, like, we find out like another set of information. It's, it's quite confusing. I'm right there with you. Um... The way that, like, Erica likes to unload this information on them is very weird to me. Yeah. But also very in character for her because she likes to do it in sort of, like, a nonchalant way and just do it really fast and, like, add in all these details to be like, oh, woe is me, you know? Like, I'm dealing with a lot. So, you yeah. know. 
Yeah, no, I definitely see that. She she does it in a way that like she's like asking for a reaction from somebody. Yes. Okay, because yeah. because because she doesn't have a reaction, it's like everyone else is just like, wait a minute, what? Very that, yes, exactly. She knows what she's doing because mm -hmm. like again, like that the amount of information she unloaded onto Kyle, I believe it was at Kathy's house. Yeah. And they were getting like massages done and stuff. And like the way that she, it's become like a whole viral TikTok audio at this point. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, girl, Miss Thing, like you can't like just divulge all that information all at once in like the most monotone voice, like in a corner with just Kyle. <laughs> right. And you'd think this stuff would be bigger news. Like, yeah. Tom, he got burglarized. He confronted the burglar. My son, he had to go over, rolled three times, six times after. Like, nobody heard of this. Um, I, I feel know. TMZ and would have gotten a whiff. <laughs> and the funny part is, and maybe I'm like jumping ahead a little bit too much, but the fact that she later says when Kyle is telling the story and she has to interrupt and be like, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I was like, allegedly, you're the one who said it, bitch. What? Mama, and I was very happy that Kyle reacted because she was just oh. like, allegedly, like, what? Like, I mean, yeah. I wish she kind of said it in person rather than just in the confessionals, but it was it was crazy. I would have literally like been like, excuse me, like you told me this. So it, either it's true or it's not. You can't say yeah. allegedly because if you're telling me a story about your life, Saying allegedly is is it's coming across like you weren't telling me the real story, right? So like, what's the truth? <laughs> yeah. Also, just like, didn't weren't you all just saying that he like um, doesn't have the mental capacity to be doing anything anymore, and now you're saying that he confronted a burglar? Like it it doesn't it's not adding up. Literally, I just feel like that whole story is fake. Like he there was no robber. He didn't confront nobody. I I don't know. You know what though? Here is the thing. You know, as much as I hate Erica and I don't believe in what she stands for, I will say like these are great stories that she's spewing up because she's spewing us some great TV. Oh my god! Don't give her that clout. She already thinks the four part reunion is because of her. I know. I know. That's true. Um. What okay, we need to move on from Eric because this is another side drama. What do you think about Garcelle in general in just her in this group? I completely agree with her with everything that she says. Um, like how she doesn't feel like she's a part of the group, um, you know, how she feels like no one's really on her side. I completely agree with her. And like she literally has evidence to kind of prove it. To be like, you know, like everyone kind of took Erica's side during that one when we were out. And I by mistakenly said, uh, you know, she still talks to Tom. And even though like Crystal was full on saying like, you know, like um, it wasn't Garcelle's fault. Like she didn't know she wasn't there when Erica said not to say it. Lisa, Rina still kind of like, you know, played it as if like Garcelle was doing this on purpose. And then with Dorit too, it's kind of like other people have been rude to Dorit too and she's not really said anything to them but when Garcelle says something negative to her like Dorit has to make it a big deal like you know so I do feel like there's instances where Garcelle just I can see why she doesn't feel like she belongs that being said I can kind of see a little bit on the other side about like you know if you don't really like put in too much effort then you're not going to be a part of the group but I feel like that's kind of an excuse to be like you basically have to suck up to us for us, for you to be like, feel like you belong. And I don't think it should be like that. So I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle, but like more on Garcelle's side. See, I do feel like that too, but there are instances where I feel like Garcelle, she, I feel like she doesn't want to be friends with them. And that may be a result of them yeah. not welcoming her. So she doesn't feel like being friends with them. Yeah. <laughs> but. I do think that, like, Garcelle, like, sometimes her interactions with the ladies feels like she was put in there by a producer. and Because she always asks, like, things that the audience would like to know, too. Yeah. Because I don't think a regular person hanging out with these ladies would just ask all of these pointed questions. Um, like, oh, yeah. where's your money from? Like, just 
screaming fuck you fuck you at the table kind of thing so sometimes it feels as if she's just there for good tv to give us give Mm -hmm. us a scene you know yeah and yeah that's how i feel about garcelle and so it's kind of weird because like i do agree that like the ladies probably aren't as welcoming to her as they could be but i also don't think she's making as much of an effort per se like i don't know the whole thing about like kyle's birthday it is a small thing but like sutton knew about her birthday so it's like why wouldn't garcelle yeah and like i feel like garcelle might be kind of like traumatized from what happened to Denise last year. Like she really did. St- she was like the only one standing up for Denise last year. That's and true. yeah, I feel like last year Garcelle was fighting her battle. And I feel like this year it maybe seems like Garcelle's finishing off what Denise didn't and giving like doing like kind of like a redemption for Denise in the sense mm-hmm. that everyone was kind of like assholes to Denise. So she's kind of being an asshole to everybody else. Maybe. Does that make some sense? But I do agree with you because, like, um, when they were at Garcelle's house for uh, her dinner that she hosted, when they were talking about something and then um, Garcelle was just like, well, I'm really triggered now because last year, you, Kyle, you said that, you know, uh, I didn't pay for something and I was lying about oh, that. Yes. And I was just like, in that moment, I was just like, I don't, like, obviously it's great television whenever any like drama comes up, but at the same time that wasn't necessary to say, because it's like, you guys have dealt with the drama. You guys have moved on and you and Kyle are now making an effort to be good friends. And so you didn't have to say that. Right. And I, it's one of those things where like not enough time has passed where you can joke about something like that. Yeah. It's kind of almost like a fresh wound because it was so hurtful to Garcelle for Kyle to accuse her of that. And then, you know, they resolved that just in the beginning of the season. So yeah, yeah, to kind of like throw that as a jab to Kyle was like, yikes, let's not do that. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it could just be, I feel like this cast is just not like super used to like, I don't know. It's complicated because I feel like her whole fight with Dorit is because it kind of stemmed from her being like, well, no, Dorit, like you aren't saying to Erica what you were saying the other day when we were all in Mm -hmm. private. And I don't know. I do feel like sometimes there is a double standard because Kyle can be yelling at Sutton and being like, come on, Sutton, you should say what you were saying. You're not saying all the truth. But then when Garcelle does it to Dorit, like that same thing, like then it becomes such a big thing. So I don't know. It's kind of, that's why it's kind of like they, like everyone else is kind of being rude to Garcelle, but at the same time, Garcelle is also doing things. So it's like, everybody's kind of wrong. Right. Yeah. It's a toughie, but what did you think about her like emotional breakdown at the most recent uh, dinner when they were in the hotel? Um, it was probably coming from like a mile away. Like it was eventually yeah. going to happen. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it really took Garcelle having to like have that breakdown for these women to understand that like, yeah, she feels left out because she's always felt like that growing up being Mm -hmm. um, the only black woman probably in her school, um, you know, in the workplace. So yeah. Yeah. It was all very interesting. A part of me kind of, felt like it was necessary and it was good that she had that because it was like a chance for her to be like vulnerable and raw but then a part of me comes back to that point where like you know how we see people of color on housewives shows you know because i mean all of them are mainly like you know white casts yeah um where it's kind of like you know you kind of have to discuss your race and kind of use it as like uh like a way to like break through to the to the cast you know what i mean like it's kind of like i don't know on one hand it's like i'm happy that she's being genuine and she's being raw and um being honest with how she feels and stuff like that and how she's always felt and it's good that she's kind of bringing that to light to to viewers and to show people that you know like you know black people always don't feel accepted and so it is harder for them to assimilate maybe uh when you know, there's, it's just a a lot of white people, but at the same time, it's like, like, I wish she didn't have to go through that. I wish she didn't have to have that whole speech. I wish it didn't have to be a thing. 
Yeah, I wish it didn't have to be like that either, but I think the problem is that white people, they've truly never had to, um, I guess, like, assimilate based on their skin color. Like, yeah. sure, they could, like, have a weird personality or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, the only other thing I can think of is, like, when white people make fun of redheads redheads apparently are very bullied kind of thing yeah it's like being kind of excluded because of your skin color it's so foreign to them they don't understand how that person of color could possibly feel that way like yeah why would you feel excluded like why and it's like well there's a lot of reasons why yeah and you just don't understand because you've never been in that situation and you never will be so yeah and that's not to say that, like, I am giving them slack. Yeah. Because I feel like they should do better. Yeah. But I feel like that's, like, a crux of these, like, rich white ladies because they don't think about this kind of stuff because they don't have to. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I, I feel like that's kind of, like, my point, right? Where mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with you, where it's kind of just, like, uh, all the other ladies should have known this and should have made an effort themselves to be like, you know what, like, you're the only black person here, like, we should actually make, like, more of an effort, like, you know, tell us about your culture, all that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff should have happened probably the first season that Garcelle was on, um, but it didn't, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's on all the white ladies. Yeah, um, my favorite part of this episode was just watching the most recent episode was just watching Kathy Hilton be Kathy Hilton, because I feel like the more and more we get through like the season, the more we learn about her and just how everything has always been handed to her on a silver platter. And I love it for her. <sighs> you don't like I her? Think, I, I mean, it's funny to see, but at the same time, it's also kind of, like, exhausting. Because I just, yeah. I feel for Kyle. She's, like, the little sister, but she's literally feels like the mom. Um, because Sneak. they've just lived two different lives. Like, Kathy, yeah. yeah. She literally had everything handed to her um, by her mom, first of all. And then when she got married off to Rick. Yeah. And, you know, Kyle... Kyle honestly didn't have that. Like, she did have, like, the child star thing. But, like, when her and Maurizio were together, they were living in, like, a one-bedroom apartment. Like, they were poor. Yeah. (laughs) And the thing, though, is, like, I feel like it took probably, like, I mean, we always knew how crazy Kim was. But, like, I feel like it finally, like, this season, getting to see Kathy and her interact, it finally explains why Kyle is the way she is. Definitely, definitely. Because I'm just like, now I see like that she, out of her two sisters, like she has to be the one that always has to be responsible, always has to get shit done, always has to like make sure everything is done because Kathy is used to people doing stuff for her. Exactly. And when she's not around that environment, she probably makes Kyle do stuff for her. And then, you Uh know, Kim is just crazy. And that's a whole other story. So it's like, it explains a lot about Kyle. And I feel like, before like i mean it's not like i ever found kyle crazy but she's always just been like very neurotic Uh and i feel like now it's kind of like okay like i totally understand it and i actually kind of respect it now because i'm just like you deal with a lot probably yeah and it also gave me some insight when a couple episodes back kyle and kathy were talking about american woman and how kathy was just like so opposed to the show um and they were talking about this one like inconsequential scene of like her mom the character of her mom like drinking or something like that and like kathy and her confessional was just like i just i don't want that i don't want that about our mom yeah even though it's kind of just like a fact that she drank or i don't know whatever but i can see how like kathy would always take kim's side even when Kim was wrong and Kyle was the only one kind of like on the island like am I crazy like this isn't right like we shouldn't be maybe like enabling Kim or something like that like yeah yeah I think what it is I feel like this season we've learned a lot just seeing Kathy and uh, Kyle interact is like they're a part of completely different generations like that age gap is really an age gap because Kathy is, she seems very more conservative. Like, you know, she likes things to be in a certain way. Whereas Kyle just like, doesn't like think that hard sometimes about certain things. Um, 
it's it's funny because it's kind of like Kathy's like her mom. And we're seeing like just like a mom and daughter like interact with each other, and that's kind of how it is. I know, and I I genuinely do feel bad for Kyle <laughs> having to deal with Kathy and Kim, because like Kathy and Kim, I feel like they're just they don't they don't give a fuck. They the yeah, house they don't could be on fire, and they could just be slowly getting their stuff. And Kyle would be like, oh. "Where is our insurance? Where is the house de- passports? We need the important documentation. Let's get our asses out." And Kyle is, or like, um, Kim is just like, "Where's that skirt that I really yeah. like?" Basically, and like, and like Kathy's like, "Oh, Kim, I think it's in like the second closet." <laughs> it's just like a whole mess. And Kyle, I. I understand why she's so neurotic. Yeah. And another interesting thing is every time uh, Kyle is talking to somebody else about Kathy, like a stranger, she always has to say Mrs. Hilton. Oh my God. And I always, I find that very interesting. I'm just like, I need to like unpack this because like, what? This feels very uh, like Countess Luann in season one. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's because um, you know, the people that work for Kathy, they're not allowed to call her Kathy. They only know Miss Hilton. They don't know who yeah, Kathy is. <laughs> that's true. That's a valid point. I don't know. So, or either that or Kyle just like plays into it. She's just like, yes, I'm Mrs. Hilton's sister. Yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know. It's very interesting to like, because it's just like, it's such a respectful thing to like, especially yeah. to like a sibling like to be like i don't know i could never imagine like myself like talking to a stranger and referring to like my sister as like a mrs something like yeah. i would just be like yeah like i would just say her first name but i guess it works differently when you're when you're a hilton and when you yeah. you know are the head bitch in charge everywhere you go exactly um okay so i know you don't really want to talk about erica too 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 much but what did you think about that interaction with her and sudden at the dinner <laughs> I was like, I hate Erica, but at the same time, I can recognize Game. She fucking obliterated Sutton. Oh, yeah. Just from her, like, the way her, she cut her off so quickly, the monotone. It's like, why are you talking to me? I don't have anything to say to you. Like, I felt so bad for Sutton. I was like, girl. (laughs) Oh. I was proud of Sutton for, like, not crying at the dinner. I feel like anytime oh, yeah, like, Sutton true. gets into, like, a heated debate and she doesn't cry, right. I'm like, this is, she's doing really great. Right? I was like, she's improving. I really, I genuinely was like, oh, my God, is she going to start crying? Like, I really hope she doesn't start crying because, like, then and, it's going to be over. Yeah, and I was actually surprised that, like, she kind of, like, started the conversation because I think it was, like, Kathy, you kind of was just like, you know, I feel like there's oh, yeah. some resolve stuff. And then Sutton got, like, straight into it. She was just like, yeah, I, Erica, let's talk. And so I was very pleasantly surprised about that because i thought like Sutton would have like maybe avoided it as much as possible uh but she got into it i know and but i do question Sutton because i still go back to that time when her and kyle were at her new house and she was just like when i see erica next i'm gonna tell her she's a liar and da 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 but then like at this dinner she's like well i never called you a liar and i'm like well maybe not to her face (laughs) but yeah I mean, you did say she lied about something, so that would imply that you're calling her a liar. So it's like, just call a spade a spade. You called her a liar, so what? Yeah. I I agree with you. I mean, a part of me does kind of agree with Kyle. It's like, come on, son, just like say what it is that you said before. Um, but then I, I, I come back to the point where like, you know, Sutton was just like at that other dinner party where she was just like, you know, I'm obviously trying to like tread lightly cause she's going through a lot, you know? So That's true. it kind of is like a double-edged sword. Cause it's just like, you want to tell the truth to sell t- to somebody and like confront yeah. them, but then they're going through a bad time. So you're just like, Oh, like, I don't know. Exactly. Like you don't want to look like an asshole who's just like kicking a horse when it's down. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, Erica truly cleared her. Yeah, as, I know. Much as I hate to admit it, <laughs> I know that the part where um, Sutton was just like, "Okay, Miss Small Town," and she's just like small-minded. That's what you are, and I was like, annihilated. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Oh I was like, "That was God. quick. That was quick. That was good. That was quick. That was good." Ooh, yeah. she. If anything, I mean, Erica is quite quick-witted. Yeah. 
I'll I'll give her that. She's quick with her words. Yeah, that is very true. Um, a final thing that I want to discuss about this uh, most recent episode was it, why that hotel seemed very creepy. There was like oh nobody God. there. Yeah, and I love how Garcelle was the only person, obviously, because yeah. people of color are the only people to be like, this is freaky. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah. It was very <laughs> odd. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? Like, literally, there's no. nobody there. Either that or the cameraman did a really great job at, like, not, like, filming anybody else. Yeah, I was like, wasn't this towards when the pandemic was almost, like, a, it was cooling off a little bit? Yeah. You, that, you know, the, the the people of Beverly Hills be like, yes, let's go to a hotel or whatever. I don't know. I don't maybe, know, maybe Kathy, uh, she bought out the whole hotel and just didn't tell anybody. Honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if that happened because, right? like, the way that she was, like, telling people, like, what to do. Like, I was just yeah. like, damn, she, mama, she owns every hotel. Right? And, like, probably, because she planned, she planned this uh, little trip. And she's yeah. probably, like, discussing with the producers or something like that. And she was just like, oh, you know, we're going for a weekend. You you guys need a room or whatever? Production needs to stay there? Okay, we'll just buy the whole thing. Yeah. We'll buy a whole block, like a wedding party. Yeah. <laughs> And even, like, the fact that she was just, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I've planned so much. And then they show, like, a clip of her being, like, Two 30 hours. minutes before uh, <laughs> talking to, like, the concierge being, like, yeah, I need you to arrange this. Okay, thank you. Bye. And I'm, like, mama, you didn't do shit. Right? I was, like, I really thought she actually planned something. But then, yeah. when, like, it said, like, a couple hours before. I was, like, oh. Right? Okay. I don't know. I just thought she would be more neurotic about it and be, like, actually planning same but i guess like when you're like that when you have that much of a status and like everyone knows you like i guess you like you don't really like need to do shit you could just go places and be like oh yeah like i'm supposed to have a party organized in like four hours so get to it and you know what she probably does that all the time to her staff like 20 minutes before a dinner there she'd be like yeah i need like a 10 course meal tonight because like i'm having a couple friends yeah it's not like the whole world operates like that I've I don't think I've ever been envious of a housewife on Beverly Hills of like their money and stuff, but I'm very envious of Kathy and her life. Yes, I think I it's not. So. I think what we've seen in the past, it's it's always been like like um, physical things that like you know these people are trying to show like a big house, uh-huh. a brand. But I think with Kathy, it's just like the fact that she can walk into a room and do whatever she wants to. Like that, I'm jealous of. Literally, I think. It- for me, it's because she she's just taken care of. Like, the other housewives, like, yeah, they have, like, a housekeeper or whatever. But it's, like, Kathy, she has, like, a butler that just, like, does whatever she wants. And, like, other housekeepers or housemasters. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And she's just, like, she's taken care of. She doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> Very, very jealous. I know. Uh, um, we need Kim on this season, uh, on the next season. I need Kim to come as a friend because I need to see these three uh, sisters interact. True. I would like to see the three of them interact, yes. My favorite thing was recently, um, not related to the show, but kind of related to the show, uh, there was a red carpet and Garcelle was there with Kathy and Kim. And I was like, she truly is Kyle now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, it was so weird. I was just like, what? How strange. Interesting. I know. Alrighty, well, I guess we'll take a small break and we'll be back with the Real Houses of Potomac. Sounds good. Alrighty, we are back. Um, Okay, so Potomac is serving it to us this season. It's so good. I love it. So much has happened. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> um, what about Meyer Candle is three wicks. Oh is my one. god, Candlegate. Candlegate. I, mean, not, I, I can't. I can't. The fact that like Karen has to mention that it's three wicks every single time, like the candles are brought up. And then also Karen has to mention, like, this is a billion dollar industry. There's room for everybody. And I'm like, oh my god, like, I've, okay, this is, like, the fifth time I've heard this, Karen. I don't need to hear this whole spiel again. I know, and, like, the way she, like, goes to lengths to 
differentiate it it's like wendy's candles one wig it's for a smaller room like a powder yeah. room mine is for a larger area <laughs> i feel like wendy she's very much being she's acting as a character because i feel like i saw her like falter because when she was with karen in the most recent episode talking about uh the candles at her house and when karen was talking about the candles her face was kind of just like like kind of like what are you doing like this is so shady that you did the candles yeah i mean i think the thing is that like she's only letting it happen because like right now karen's like one of her closest friends on the show yeah and you know she doesn't really have like too many people in her corner um and she's kind of like yeah team um karen and team candace right now uh -huh. so i feel like she's letting it happen because because otherwise if this would have happened last year this would have been like actually like candlegate this would have been a whole issue i know and can we talk about that business pitch though that she had to her husband she didn't even know how much her candles were gonna cost i was like please stop acting like this i know like the fact that she only made one candle too i was just like what like this is not like i don't know a part of me is kind of just like is this just a whole storyline because like in the time that you have been trying to like you know figure out your candle business karen dunn started a three wick she started a um home care line right? <laughs> like a lifestyle brand while you've been making one single wick candle so what's happening i know and she didn't even know how much she spent on the candle yeah i was like did you really get a phd because like i'm starting to question everything if you're gonna keep acting this dumb yeah that very that because it's just like what are you doing girl like you should have your shit figured out right i just ugh, it's not working for me wendy i know um yeah okay can we talk about that whole music video production oh my god <laughs> As Mia would call it, the low-budget production. She gave us a shout-out. Yeah, <laughs> she did. Uh, oh, my God. I, I have so many things. Like, that tractor. Oh, my God. I, I wonder if Katie, she lent her tractor to just, you know, drive by. Um, and then I, I truly did not expect it to be at that type of parking lot you know mm -hmm. um wow and then the cars not showing up i was like oh boy and then she had to get everybody else's cars like can you just you know drive up in your car and i was like candace have you listened to her song um no i haven't i've only listened to like the snippets that they play on the show yeah same i haven't listened to it either but her whole like album, album. came out yeah yeah she has like a full ass album yeah i'm gonna listen to it let me know how it is because I don't okay. know if I want to. <laughs> I mean, some people are like, some people really like it. I will say, like, I, I, I'll give it to Candace. Like, you know, the fact that she was able to come up with a whole ass album, um, all these songs, music videos, everything, like, and like, you know, she kind of like last season was only getting into it. And now yeah. she's like, done everything like that. That's pretty impressive. That's true. And unlike Wendy, when she's talking about her music video or whatever on the show, it has come out in real time. So we yeah. can see the finished product. Yeah. Miss Wendy, she needs to learn. If you're going to talk about a product, it better be on the fucking yeah. shelves when the yeah. shit airs. Yeah. 1000% agree with you. But yeah, that music video was kind of sad. Like the fact that like they, um, some of them came and Giselle was just like, nobody's here. I'm going back in my car. Like, Okay. I would have done the exact same. I would have been like, oh bye. Oh God. And then are we going to skip to Miss um, Dorothy? Miss Dorothy? Yes. Let's talk about it. Miss Dorothy, she is so messy. She hates So Chris. messy. She hates him so much. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was wild. The fact that she's like full on like starting these conversations and instigating like the yeah. drama. Like I was like this is insane. She's engaging. She's yeah. engaging. Yeah. She honestly, like, it kind of, like, feels like she could be a housewife. And, like, I was thinking about this. I was just, like, how funny or cool would it be for, like, the first time ever to have, like, a mother-daughter duo as 
full-time castmates because Dorothy could actually do it. She could. And she could, like, she could clear Candace because she does it all the time. Oh, my God. That would be epic. <laughs> like, when Miss Dorothy was at Candace's house and being like, oh, you're, you're going to do that? What, what about the pillows? Yeah. Like, no. Like, let me, I'm going to show you how it could look. And just being so yes. condescending and, like, passive-aggressive, it was, like, it was frustrating to watch because I could feel how, like, Candace could, uh, was feeling at the moment. But at the same time, I'm, like, this is kind of, this is kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Because Candace literally had, like, no comeback. Yeah, she did it. Um, but going back to the music video, it was just, like... It was interesting to see, like, the dynamics that were happening. So we see that oh, yeah. Nina is obviously starting, instigating even more conversations. Then <laughs> you have Karen, who's, like, avoiding these conversations like the plague because she's just like, oh, I yeah. don't want to be involved in this. Then there's Ascala and uh, Wendy who are kind of, like, steering away from it and are just like, what the fuck? And then I, the funny thing is, like, I really don't care about Giselle and Robin, but Giselle and Robin were just like, ooh, yeah, tell us. What is she saying? And I was like, <laughs> dead. I love this. The fact that they're like, literally, I do appreciate the fact that they're just like, so like shady, like just like, and they don't even care anymore. Like, they're just like, yeah, like tell me the tea. I want to know. Like, yeah. Ask, ask her mother more questions. I need to know the answers. Literally. I'm like, like I love Giselle that. was just like, yeah, I'm being messy. I want to be messy today. I was like, all righty then. Well, let's lean into that. Yeah. <laughs> And, and um, I, lo I love when Giselle, she, like, just mentions to Dorothy. She was just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I mentioned, like, to Candace, he's riding on her coattails. And she was like, oh, that's good. Good thing you said that. And she hugged her. <laughs> she was just like, thank you. Thank you for saying that to her. I was dying. Oh I was like, god. oh, my God. Like, dying. this is amazing. And so what did you think of Wendy going to Candace during the filming and being like, this is happening? Okay, on one hand, I understand from the point of view of, like, you know, being a good friend or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, these other girls that you supposedly are friends with are talking shit about your husband and stuff like that. But on the other hand, I'm like, Wendy is so whack. She's such yeah. a snitch. Yeah, I was kind of like, don't do it at the music video. Like, you're going to, like, throw her off. And, like, you yeah. don't want to start that drama, like, while she's, like, doing her job. And I, I don't know. Like, I know in the most recent episode, they talked about a little bit and kind yeah. of, like, looking ahead uh, at the Reasonably Shady uh, podcast launch. Um, uh -huh. They were talking about it, and Candace was just like, no. Like, I was happy that she did that. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's right. Like, even if you were okay with it, it's still not right to bring that up when, you know, you're going through, you're stressed out, you're going through so much already. And then for someone to come up to you and be like, oh, yeah, your friends are talking shit about you. Like, I would be like, okay, well, I'm going to deal with that later. Like, thank you for stressing me out even more. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like right before I have to like film like this fun scene with them. Yeah. Like, come on, girl. I know. It was, it was pretty messy of her. Yeah um but oh my god let's uh i guess let's fast forward and talk about this reasonably shady uh party that was happening at motel giselle <laughs> oh my god motel giselle oh jizzy i do not know why she decided to do it in her driveway she really like kind of like giselle giselle is like she like she's really good with her words and stuff like that but like when it comes to decisions about like things to do that are gonna make her look good or bad she just has no idea what she's doing like examples yeah. her fashion and then having a party on her driveway when there's construction happening and it was that party was a mess it truly was but it was it was so funny yeah i was. was dying I don't. I don't even know where to start. Like I'm. I know. I'm I don't like, even know where to start either. Well, first of all, I was actually like, I think like, see, this is why I like Karen because Giselle was initially saying that I don't want 
uh, if they do come, I don't want Wendy and Karen going into my oh. house and need to use the washroom. And I actually did like the fact that Robin actually, like, for once, right? like, you know, like, said something and was just like, you know, I don't want to host a party that's going to be in bad intentions. Like, come yeah. on, I don't want to do that. So I was actually very, very surprised about that. I do feel like this season, more than other seasons, uh, Robin does have a backbone a little bit more than she's had in the past. It's not saying much, but it's something. Um, but then the fact that Karen came and brought, like, was super sweet, brought Giselle, like, a gift, and was super nice. I was just like, see, this is why I love Karen. Because, you know what? She meant it. When they got over their beef and she apologized and shit, she meant it. And now she's being nice. Exactly. I was like, that was a very sweet moment. And I feel like this is this is the path we kind of need to stay on for a while. Yeah. Um, I too was very glad that Robin was just like, Giselle, stop being messy. Like if you're going to invite yeah. them, like let them go to the fucking washroom. Like, cause if you're not going to do that and you're going to just be shady, like in that sense, don't invite them. Like, yeah. And speaking of that, like I was pretty surprised that they even like talked about it at the party. Like they full on were just like, oh yeah, like, you know, we wanted things differently because I didn't want to let Wendy or Karen into my house. And I was just like, why would you say that? I know. I like, thought it was also bold, very bold of Wendy to be like, who who's on the hit list? Who isn't allowed in your house? Like, yeah. A girl, you know it's you. <laughs> yeah. One thousand percent. Oh God! And then, um, like, uh, Wendy, she was just so bitter after that conversation. She was like, "I'm fucking over this party." Oh yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, because like I don't know, like then they started playing a game that was oh, very God. shady very and literally shady. asking, literally like going, like full on reunion questions, like right, just like, rehashing. Yeah, like questions that like a viewer from Massachusetts would have like asked, like you know, like oh my God. <laughs> something like that. Like, and like, yeah, it started some fights, man. So many fights. I don't even know which question they were. Just all of the questions. I feel like sparked a debate. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest one was like the very last question, right? Because. They were obviously talking about Wendy's situation. I feel like, well, I feel like the two questions that were geared toward Wendy were like the caused the most controversy there because, like, one of the questions was like, "Is it okay to tell your friend?" Like, I think it was about the Candace situation. Oh right? yeah, like, yeah. Is it okay to tell your friend something like when they're doing something important or something? Uh, regarding the music video situation. And then, like, the next question was, like, about, like, is it okay to comment on your friend's appearance uh, while there's cheating? Uh. And I was like, yeah, this was all geared towards Wendy. And, like, if I was Wendy, I would have been just as pissed as she was. Yeah. I just, oh, my God. I don't, I just don't understand. Well, I do understand. Giselle wanted to be messy and she wanted to be shady. And she accomplished that. Yeah. Um, where where was the reasonably, Robin? I don't know, man. <laughs> Clearly, she was not in a consultant with writing these questions because yeah, there was no reasonable <laughs> in those questions. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, Miss Ashley trying to get in on the action, and yeah. then Wendy was just like, "Were you there, my love?" No. Oh no, that was Candace. Candace. Oh, Candace. That. Yeah. Because she wasn't invited to the music video shoot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> their their beef is just so funny because it's like they just like hate each other so much that they don't even like they don't even like like to interact with each other. And then when they do, it's like just so crazy. It's like it, is. it just still is as crazy as that you know spoon and knife situation in oh the house. That. Oh, I love that episode. It's so funny because I think the one difference between um, Candace and Ashley and like the Giselle and Karen feud is that because Karen and Giselle, they're fr- they have been friends. So like when they say something shady, it kind of runs deeper. Yeah. Whereas like Candace and Ashley, they'll say like mean things like yeah. c- coming 
come in here coming in here with your forehead yeah but they'll kind of like wide ass body oh yeah oh my god yeah big ass forehead (laughs) milkmaid oh my god (laughs) i'm just uh i'm just you know restating what was said already oh my god like those kind of things they kind of like if somebody apologizes for that they'll be like okay yeah you crazy Um, crazy so it's like it's just like ping pong back and forth back and forth and it's great yeah it's fantastic because i did feel like so kind of like you know to get into that when wendy uh they start asking those questions to wendy and wendy starts you know saying her answers and stuff like that i feel like giselle and robin really like know how to gaslight her (laughs) oh yeah for sure because they like, were just like, crazy. no, that wasn't like our intention. Like, no, 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 Wendy, you got it wrong. And it's like, but did she though? Did she get all of it? Like, no, like she's 90% right. And like also like the fact that, you know, the kind of like uh, rewinding, like um, the invite said friends and haters. And <gasps> then for like, for Wendy to be like, yeah, like, I don't know, like that kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. And then Giselle and Robin were just like, what? Like, it's just an invite. Like, don't read into things so much. But then it's like, Giselle, you literally didn't want her to come into your house, into your locker room. <laughs> right? Like, you, you literally like did that on purpose. Like you just instigated that. And now you're like making her think that she's crazy for thinking and overthinking, right? you know? It's, it's crazy. just like, it's crazy. Gaslighting 101 yeah it's wild i feel bad for wendy because i'm just like i don't know like just fighting with robin and giselle is just tough right because like they'll just keep going at it and at it and at it with you and it just seems like there's no winning sometimes yeah because i think the problem is that like going back to that whole like candace thing like candace doesn't like it doesn't like talking about money but then robin made a point was just like well, I don't really care. Like if somebody asked Juan about if I was on his payroll or whatever. So it's that kind of diff- uh, difference in like what you're comfortable with. Yeah. Robin and Giselle are like comfortable with being like open and being shady and like, I don't know, like telling it all, I guess. Yeah. But Wendy is just not like that. She doesn't want to talk about things that are not true. Like she doesn't want to rehash it. Well, yeah. While Giselle and like Robin, they're kind of justifying it, being like, "Well, if it's not true, like, then what's the problem?" Yeah. But it's like, well, because you're just perpetuating it. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like a huge mind uh, difference, like the way that they like think and their yeah. thought process and stuff like that. And I feel like that is probably like the biggest issue as to like what's happening here. Exactly. It's just like not everyone wants to talk about certain things, exactly. and if it's not really relevant to you, then I don't really like have to talk about it to you. Uh huh. Um, but my favorite part of this entire uh, lunch was uh-huh. Karen. Karen was just like going ape shit. She was tripping out and she was so funny. <laughs> so funny. I have to give fucking props to Karen for getting vaccinated and then the day after going yeah. to this goddamn lunch. Because if that was me, I would not have made it. I would have been fucking lying down on the freaking driveway. I would not have made it to that little tent. She was so funny just watching her like facial reactions right? and her like, her like, just like looking at people and stuff i was like this is hilarious like i love her yes and then the editors just adding in like the psychedelics i was like i'm dead oh my god and i love how like honest she was with a lot of things like there was like a question about like or they're talking about like how when she gets drunk she tells the truth and then she was like yeah i told robin i didn't like her i told her that i like one better and, like, I was just, like, damn, like, she just says it straight up. Like, she's not even hiding it. She's just, like, yeah, I said this. Yeah, and I thought, like, um, Robin would actually, like, take offense to that. But, like, all of them, apparently she calls Giselle, Robin, and who was the what other person when she was drunk? I don't know. It was, like, Ashley or something. I have no idea. But, like, all of them were just, like, I love it when drunk Karen calls. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I need more of this. All right? very that and then another thing that i want to say is like i feel like people aren't like people didn't like mention this enough in the episode but 
the fact that she brought her completed candles for everybody, like, you know, I think it was like three or four seasons ago when she was working on her fragrance and she wasn't really telling anyone about anything and she uh -huh. wasn't being very sus about it. And everyone was just like, is it even happening? Like, what's going on? And the fact that, like, within like a few episodes, she announces she's doing a candle and then delivers it to everybody. Like, I feel like she should have gotten a little bit more credit for that. Yeah, she's learning. She has, um, She's done the discovery. She's done whatever. She, all the phases. All the phases. She has her product on the yeah. shelves. Yeah. Honestly, we should we should try to find La Dame. Um, I am down. I order. love me a good candle. And I only actually I exclusively only use three wick candles. Okay. So we're not getting <laughs> Wendy's. So Karen, every time she mentioned it, I was like, I have to buy this. Okay. Yeah. We should like work. You know what? We're going to make a promise. Well, I'm going to make a promise. I'm going to find that candle online somewhere and I'm going to buy it and we're going to do a review. We're going to try to do it. I'm down for that. I, I would love to buy it. My only fear is like it's going to be like there's going to be customs and shit like that because, you know, we're in Canada. But, but you know what? It might be US, worth it. So, it's, so it should be okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Let, let's do it. Okay. Let's invest. Okay. Well, We'll get back to you guys about La Dame. Apparently, it's very fresh, so I'm excited. Very excited. Um, any other thoughts on this episode? Um, one last thought. Mm -hmm. that, um, the one interaction with Grace and Candace <laughs> trying to back out her car. Oh, my Candace God. like, Grace, like, you can do it right. And she was like, yeah. And she was just like, okay, I'm trusting you. <laughs> I... I was thinking about Giselle that entire time because I was like, if I was in Giselle's position, I would be right? like having a heart attack until the daughter comes back and says like it's done because like the girl can't drive. Right? The girl I failed her. Okay. And she won like a thousand times. Right? I was like, Giselle, why are you letting your daughter do this? You cannot afford to pay this insurance. You gotta pay for this this construction. <laughs> no, you know why she can't afford it? Probably because she lives in the middle of fucking nowhere. She bought like a bungalow and is like transforming it and i don't know her house and her lot it just seems very like what's happening here it feels very uh chateau charay but you know before the chateau <laughs> <laughs> or no like more manor because more yeah. manor before more manor that was, was a sight. A yeah um but yeah that interaction was so cute and like grace being like robin can you come in the car with me i know that was pretty cute when she said that oh robin was just God. like oh, bitch i don't want to and then robin just directing her and like her actually like scratching the car i was like i know oh shit and then candace was just like what did she scratch <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny i mean it thankfully funny. it was only the wheel but it could have been bad i know thankfully yeah i hopefully like candace like she's giving some grace to grace yes um, very bad very bad <laughs> and being like you know what it's fine girl like you did you did okay but yeah that was very cute and i love i love giselle's kids they make giselle look so much more better yeah, her kids are, like, amazing because they're, like, very normal, very down-to-earth. They don't really yes. give a shit, and they're just uh, – they humble her in a lot of ways. So very that, I love yes. her kids. Love to see them. Mm -hmm. All righty. Well, I guess this wraps up our episode for this week. Make yes. sure to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Please leave us a review. Do it <laughs> for me. <laughs> For Sam, for all of us, do it. Leave us a review if you've if you've made it this far in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that being said, we will see you all later. Bye. Bye.